0: Hey, 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 how you hey. doing? <laughs> well, I, happy that I was now able to push play. <laughs> yes,
1: good job. Good job. Maybe we have to put someone else in charge of pushing the record button. Oh, um, <laughs> that's what
0: happens when you have a job that you know
1: the, the job gets in the way of so many things. I feel like I haven't seen you since we recorded last week or whenever that was. I it's missed you. Wrong. I missed. You.
0: <laughs> There's an exit strategy. We're back on track.
1: There is an exit <laughs> strategy, which is fun to hear. Uh, two weeks into the job, <laughs> I
0: know, that's all it took, man. The fire is back, so we are good.
1: Good. That's exciting. Well, another exciting thing is we have a very special guest today. I'm super excited. Uh, we have Josiah Novak. Um, he's an American fitness coach, author, and speaker. His articles have been featured in Fitness RX publications, and he's been a guest on Mind Pump, in the Order of Man podcast, and Activate. They'll no, have to we'll have to change that. Uh, His his mission with the True Transformation podcast is to inspire, educate, and inform you with the best health and fitness information on the planet. Josiah's company, The True Transformation, is designed to help you transform your life through the power of health and fitness. So
0: welcome, Josiah. Thank you so much for being here. I love that. And I love the bio. That's a great bio for a dude.
2: It's oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it, it may it may need to get upgraded though. After this podcast, you're right. I think we got.
0: Uh, yeah, it. we got to add activate. Come <laughs> um, on. Uh, that's the first thing I thought
1: when I read it. I'm like,
0: okay, uh, we'll get on there. <laughs> uh, no, sounds so um, cool.
2: Activate sounds awesome. It sounds yeah. really really cool. So it well, does. Whatever. It
0: does. All right, guys. Before we get in the episode, I just want to talk to you about Nux Activewear. Work hard, play hard, and slay through the sweat with Nux Active. Nux Active is high performance activewear that doesn't compromise on the chic. Located in Los Angeles, their diverse women-operated team oversees every meticulous detail of the design process, from the first stitch to the last shipment. They channel Positive Planet vibes through a commitment to using the best organic fabrics and recycled materials as much as possible. NUX Active is active fashion that flexes and fits like a buttery second skin. Power through Pilates, dare to reach your hit goals, and strive for that extra rep in NUX Active. Run, don't walk over to NUXactive.com. That's N-U-X-A-C-T-I-V-E.com to check out the latest collection and energizing colorways. As a gift to you, take 20% off your purchase with promo code ACTIVATE20 at checkout. That's ACTIVATE with a K, 20 at checkout. Make positive moves with NUX Active.
1: So I've been following along. So our friend Vanessa kind of introduced me to you virtually. We don't know each other personally yet, but uh, so I've been following along, and I love. So that I just want to say first thing is just the way you share so much. You give people so much. Anyone who follows you, you spend a lot of time interacting with people on your social media. They ask you questions. You say like, "Hey." For the next 30 minutes, I'm going to answer everybody's questions and people just flock to you. The other night, I was the first one and I was so excited because usually i like miss the window. Um, so that's how we kind of like reconnected to make this happen. But you you offer so much value to people, you know, th- about fitness and health and uh, nutrition, all of the things that we're all um just constantly trying to figure out for ourselves. Um, so that's been awesome. I, I really appreciate a person who's willing to just give so much. And I see that so much in you. I also see the trolls, man, like they come out in droves on your posts. And it's like, just even if you're not there for the information, you can just be there for entertainment because people go wild, man. Like people, it's like, people get really like offended. Yeah. over, over, over a little. Um, so that's interesting. Um, but I do, I want you to start out just by telling us a little about yourself, how you got sure. into this space and what it looks like for you now, like where you've gone.
2: Oh yeah. Well, the trolls are, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, it's like a, that quote that if you let one rotten apple ruin the whole bunch, yeah, it, uh, it, it can get ugly quick. Cause we do have a lot of rotten apples to show up. But <laughs> You know, I live uh, by uh, the code of abundance and yeah. it served me well and will continue to serve us well moving forward because you can never outgive. Um, I say you can never outgive God, but you mm-hmm. can never outgive in any space um, because it'll always come back to you 10 times more, uh, especially if you're doing it out of the just goodness of your heart because you want to. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you saying that. Um, Where. This all started, fitness has always been a part of my life. Um, ever since I was old enough to you know, create memories, uh, I remember my parents uh, being really into fitness. My dad ran marathons and 5Ks and he was training with the Navy SEALs uh, when he was enlisted. And my mom was actually a high level, this is so funny, she's a, she was actually a professional race walker, <laughs> which Hi, wow. you, Google or YouTube race walking.
0: Um, I've watched it, definitely...
2: it. They can
1: walk faster than most people can run, except for I yeah. worry about her hips. Are her hips
2: okay? Her hips are good. Well, you know what's funny? <laughs> I just and I just enrolled her in a hip program from my friends over at Mind Pump. They came out with a, a hip strengthening program, and I was like, "Mom, you got to have this because her hips are actually really bad." So it's funny you say that. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Spin too. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. So like I remember going to uh you know my mom's races and like literally watching her dominate men uh when I was like five, six years old. Yeah. So long story short, fitness was always something that was on my radar. Um as time went on, uh I realized I was a part of a very abusive household. My dad was an alcoholic, mm-hmm. my mom suffered from some mental issues that prescribed you know a lot of medications and She had a lot of just struggles from her childhood dealing with abuse. And so we lived in a really chaotic environment. We moved every two years. I was the oldest of six kids. And it was like constantly making new friends, leaving, starting over, dealing with abuse, physical from my dad, verbal and mental from my mom. And it was just a a rough spot. So my outlet was fitness in a way. It was sports. Right. Yeah. I got into sports at a very young age and stayed in sports my whole life. As I got deeper into sports, I actually fell in love with training. Um, you know, as you get older, you start to lift weights, you start to run. And I actually enjoyed that more than the actual sport itself. <laughs> so I'd like go to practice, come home, eat, and then I would jog to our local gym and I would work out. After you know dinner and stuff, and I just fell in love with it as a kid. And honestly, looking back, what it really was was I was just trying to get out of the house. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed being in the gym. I enjoyed how it made me feel. I didn't like how I felt at home, and so fitness became my refuge of sorts. And that lasted yeah, God, until
0: God that that was your refuge and not the other way. Like oh, I
2: know, right? <laughs> I mean, I have friends. What's crazy? It's so crazy you say that because you know there was a small degree of separation between. My, you know, me and people in my peer group who we both went to the gym and we both did a lot of sports and all this stuff, but they got into some other extracurricular activities that would have put me in a really rough spot. The other crazy part is I did do some of that stuff. I did get into drugs. I did get into drinking. It just was never at a level that went too crazy far. Yeah. There were times, and I, I'm ashamed to admit it, but it's important to, to say it. You know, there were times where I was drinking and driving a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, this is as a you know 16-year-old kid, 17-year-old kid, smoking weed, drinking, driving around the, the city of Virginia Beach where I went to high school, and somehow not getting into trouble. Um, but needless to say, fitness was always there, always loved it. In fact, I was a senior in high school, and I was, well, I was going into my senior year in high school, and where I truly fell in love with fitness was from junior year to senior year. I started really lifting weights. I discovered Arnold. Nice. <laughs> I was a high-level baseball player, but I was like a skinny, like undersized kid who could play you know, sports pretty well. And I remember this kid who was older than me graduating said, hey, next year, you need to get big, man, because I'm leaving and you need to fill my spot. And I was Aww. like, I need to get big. <laughs> <laughs> so I became obsessed with muscle. And I gained 40 pounds from junior to senior year. It was mostly wow. muscle because I was just eating well, training hard. Yeah. And I got accused of steroids. In fact, if you open up my senior yearbook, uh, my nickname was the Juice, right? Because <laughs> everybody thought I was on juice when I definitely wasn't. I didn't even know what steroids were. <laughs> it was just a ton of protein and training. That was really all yeah. it. Was. So anyway, um, went to college. Uh, was trying to become a lawyer. Played sports in college and. Um, kind of got burned out with everything just life in general doing too much and just not realizing what I wanted to do and uh got out of school and life kind of hit i became a personal trainer and actually lifetime lifetime was my first job in centerville virginia um yeah. and uh i wasn't making a lot of money and i was trying to live on my own and it was just i was living a terrible lifestyle I was going out on the weekends just spending tons of money on bottle service and whatever And I just fell flat on my face. It was, it was terrible, you know, and I fell into a deep, dark depression and I really had lost my way completely with what I truly enjoyed, which was working out, taking care of myself, like building my body, you know, helping other people do the same thing. And once again, fitness pulled me out of a really tough spot, except this time it wasn't me doing it. I discovered a guy named Greg Plitt, who was at the time the world's number one fitness model who actually had an online coaching uh, business and it was super cheap back then. I think you could get into his program for like $10 a month or something. Yeah, but he had, you know, probably had 20,000 members or something. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He was inspiring, right? Because he talked all about the mindset, didn't talk about workouts. Like you had to like really dig to find his workouts and his diet. It was all like, get up early, get your workout in before the sun comes up. Like take care of yourself, get your mind right. It just spoke to me at the time but more importantly, it reignited the fact that like, I really enjoyed fitness. And Mm -hmm. from that moment on, at least in my mind, the story goes, like I started really getting my life back in order through fitness once again. And I knew somewhere in my brain, I knew like I'm called to fitness. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I can be like Greg and have an online website and all this stuff. But like, I knew that that was my future and that's where it all started. So this was all back in like, you know, I was, you know, graduated, uh, I left college at 2005, and so yeah, it was like 2008, 2009, where I really started to get back into things, and ever since then, it's been just a steady uh, climb into the fitness industry.
1: I love that. I feel like we spend so much of our time talking about mindset as well, and the importance of morning routine and waking up, and you know, um, not um, what do we say, stuff when people push uh, snooze there,
0: but you're I mean, just yeah. <laughs> saying that you don't want your day to start. Like you literally are, you know, you're like, Oh, I just, I would rather not live this day. You know, I would rather stay in yesterday or whatever, than like actually get up and, and own my day.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so I told you this, Josiah and Steph obviously knows the biggest episode we've ever done on this podcast was on our first season, 2019, early 2019, I think on intermittent fasting, people have Mm. just flocked back to that episode. I think people get so desperate, um, you know, just to like figure it out. And so much of it, I think we've, we've overcomplicated it so much and we've made it so difficult that people don't realize how really just simple it can be. It's just really, it's just really consistency. And the other thing is, I think that pretty much anything will work if you can stay consistent. Like if it's something that you can do consistently, it will work for you. But there are, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, you have a lot of value to offer as far as what that looks like. So today we wanted to talk a little about um, I think you've come on to tell us why carbs are bad, why you should only do cardio, you should only eat 1,200 <laughs> calories a day, right? Like, um, we want get to get all the trolls going again. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here go. Um, but we want to talk about just to debunk some of these myths that we've yeah. all come to believe. And, um, you know, you're specifically going to be talking to the ladies today. Right. So, um, yeah, so where would you want to start with that?
2: This is great timing because for the better part of the past, you know, almost 20 years now, Uh, We've worked, well, I shouldn't say I've I've only worked with men. That's not true. Actually, in the gym, believe it or not, I mostly worked with women. Women were actually the best clients in the gym. They were more open to coaching. They, you know, listened. they got great results because they came from doing the opposite of what we jumped into. Right. And men were a little more stubborn, right? They think they know it all.
1: They got the ego in the way. Yeah. yeah. They
2: want to lie about their nutrition. Women will just come <laughs> out and be like, I ate a whole pizza last night. So take, take it easy on me. And I'm like, well, at least you're
1: honest. <laughs> so
2: yeah, I've, I've worked with women for a, almost two decades, but our online business has been mostly men. Recently, we started a female business called Transform Her. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've been able to help women on a regular basis now too, but yeah, the female side of fitness is an interesting one. Um, but I think there's a lot of similarities to the male side. Uh, and then of course there's some differences, but at the end of the day, um, anytime I'm talking to anybody, it doesn't matter, man or women or woman, I always say, listen, we have to start with who you are as a person, mm-hmm. because I can give you all the best fitness tips on earth. But if you view yourself as someone who is going to struggle with fitness all the time, who can't lose weight, who's too busy, you know, has too much on their plate, your identity is wrapped around these built-in and honestly self-created excuses mm-hmm. that will ultimately bring you back to wherever you are, right? Yeah. There's no getting around what I call identity design. And it's not an easy fix. In fact, I would argue that it's an ongoing effort that you have to place on how you think and how you see the world mentally uh and just how you operate from the moment you get out of bed in terms of how you think about yourself how you view the world you know going from pessimistic to optimistic from scarcity to abundance like yeah. all these things matter yeah. because what it really does is it gives you more clarity mm-hmm. because i think what ultimately ends up happening when people are like freaking out like oh should i do fasting should i eat cut carbs it's like they're dealing with a lot of internal turmoil, right? So they have no clarity about anything. And so they're grasping at straws, like, what's the latest and greatest? Oh, God, I need something quick because I'm, my life is chaotic. I don't have any consistency or clarity. Mm-hmm. So I just say that to say that, honestly, the most valuable thing that anybody can do is work on the mastery of self. You know, the fasting, but you know, I love getting into We'll talk a ton about it. But I, I just, from, from a place of like what will work long term, You have to step into the role of the person who takes care of themselves, who understands the value of your health, and knows that the most valuable thing is your well being because then you can go out and do whatever you want. Without it, good luck doing anything. Yeah. Right. I was just in an airport and I witnessed. Yeah. On my flight, you know. Prior to getting on my flight home from – I was just in New Orleans. Um, I don't travel this much, I swear, usually. But <laughs> it's I sound like I'm like this traveler, dude, just goes everywhere. But it's just a crazy month. Anyway, I'm getting on my flight and literally the pre-boarding, I kid you not, was 10 people in wheelchairs who were obese. 10. I counted yeah. 10 people. And I'm thinking to myself, those are, I'm sure, amazing people and their life has come to a pretty pretty slow pace or even a grinding halt in some cases – because their health is no longer there. And it's just, it's, it's it's such a big deal. So we have to take care of our health. Um, and anyway, so I'd say, you know, there's a five second transformation you can do right now. Everybody can do it right now. You can literally see a result in five seconds. And it's simply this, you can decide right now that you're not going back to the old version of you moving forward, not saying you're gonna be perfect, but you're not going backwards. Yeah. You are going to step into the role of the best version of you now, not tomorrow, right now. Mm-hmm. And that's an instant transformation that you can make mentally, which will then, of course, lead to physical results down the line. But part of that mental transformation is, hey, I'm going to do the work whether the result shows up or not. Right. I'm going to um, just become this ver- best version of me starting right this second, not waiting, not putting it off, not hitting snooze like you just yeah. said.
1: It, that's what I, it, I was just thinking of that. It's just like saying I'm going to start Monday is the same as hitting snooze and, you know, not starting your day. Like, why are you going to do why are you going to wait till Monday? Next, right? Like, decide right. now
0: Yeah, when this happens next week. Well, if I could just or I mm-hmm. that, my son that like I get up tomorrow at 4 40 a.m. Because you know what, for two weeks, I didn't get all my workouts in and I am a different person when that
2: happens. 100%. <laughs>
0: Listen, like, you know, people are like, you're crazy. You're up at 4 40. Yes, I would get up at 3 40. If I had to, <laughs> you know, like, I'm 100%. just not gonna do that. I don't, I don't understand how. I mean, I do understand. Um, just like you're saying. Um, and for some people too, like when you see people that finally make that decision, you know, and they start doing it and they do so well and so well and so well and so well like and then they just lose it. Mm. You know, and then it's gone. Um it yeah. really like people just have to understand that it it's your decision, right? Like 100%. Nobody else can do it for you unless you have a great coach.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Even then we can't really do it. But I
0: know, I know, true. You lead yeah. them
2: to the promised land, right? Absolutely. Um yeah, it's uh I I I kid around, but it's not really a joke. I'm like, you know, if you ever hang out with me first thing in the morning, I'm a terrible person. You know, I'm like in the worst mood, like probably the worst father, husband, whatever, (laughs) asshole, right? Until I get my workout in, and then I'm a totally different person. Then I'm like, you ask me anything, I'll do it. Doesn't matter, you know, drive it into the earth, go get groceries, whatever. Like I'll do it, you know. And there's mental benefit of. Health and fitness is 10 times better than the physical, right? Because yes. the physical, you you know, you can do a 90-day transformation, look awesome, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, well, then why would you keep going? Well, it's because it changes you mentally. Yeah. It puts you in a place where you are now calm, you are less stressed out, you have more clarity about everything, and your energy is better. And therefore you're just a more enjoyable person and you enjoy life better. So 100%
1: there's, yeah.
2: a, there's this
1: older lady that comes in, um, to work with my coach after our 9am class. And she always says, hi honey, how's your day? And I'm like, it's better now. Like it's better now. <laughs> Cause that workout's over, you know, you walk in and it's like a little daunting, like, oh man, this is going to be hard, but I've already done the hard thing, which is like getting to the gym. Right. And then the way you feel after a workout, I mean, it, it's It literally changes your day, but I mean, it changes your life. You're a completely different outlook. You're a better, just like you're saying, you're a better parent. You're a better spouse. You're a better, you know, in your business, you're better at work. You're, you're just a better human
0: being when you get a workout in.
2: Totally. In
0: order to be the best for anybody else, you have to be the best for yourself first. Like
2: hundred percent.
0: No other answer.
2: We, uh, women, I see, you know, cause speaking to the, to the amazing women that are listening to your show, like women are notorious for taking care of everybody except themselves. Yeah. yeah. I because see it's, it, it's viewed so, as
1: selfish if you take care of yourself.
2: Yes. Society has done something weird. Um, I don't know exactly the origin of where this has come from, but for some reason it's now become taboo to take care of yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I don't, I haven't figured out exactly where it comes from, but I don't know if it's just like a a hatred for people who are bettering themselves or whatever, or, you know, it's the, the analogy of like people, you know, the, the people pulling people down to their level. I don't know what it is. Right. But nonetheless, if you want to take care of others, which is an amazing thing, and we all should be doing that. You do need to take care of yourself, right? You cannot serve from an empty cup. It just doesn't work. Um, So ladies, you know, I think, and also there's a misunderstanding about how much do you actually need to check the box of taking care of yourself, right? I think there's a misunderstanding that you have to become Mrs. Olympia (laughs) or Mrs. World's, you know, fittest female CrossFit champion or something to be fit, right? Or to take care of yourself. And that's just not the case, you know? You just need a schedule and a consistent routine that fits into your unique lifestyle that you can look at your calendar and go, I have my workout days scheduled when I have them scheduled because it works with my my schedule. Yeah. And it's enough to invest into myself so I get the ROI I want, both mentally and physically. And also you build it for the long-term game, right? We have this saying in our pros like long view, right? Long view whenever someone's getting short short on their view, right? It's like, hey, listen you know, we don't jump into a six day a week workout split. Why? Because you can't maintain that. You know, you can't maintain six days a week. You could maintain six days a week for a month and then you're going to go, this sucks. Can't do it. I'm frustrated. I'm not doing my workouts versus a three day a week workout split that you can do for the next 30 years. Yeah. That's like the
1: January 1st curse, right? Like people like haven't worked out in six years and then they're going to work out six days a week right? And then, then, you know, three weeks in, they're just done. And then they're going to, okay. And then they're going to start again next January 1st. You know, that's how long people fall off for at that point.
2: Totally. And that comes from a scarcity mindset Yeah, because they think they have to do everything in their power to microwave their results, right? Like I got to just push myself to the brink of whatever burnout and get it the result as fast as possible so yeah. that I can go back to what I was doing before. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: They, it's, right? they, it's very so, black and white uh, thinking rather than uh, knowing there's, there's a gray area and, you know, little, little, you know, a little something is better than nothing. Like there's going to be ebbs and flows in your workouts. Like you're not going to be able to be consistent five, six days a week forever, but that doesn't mean if you missed a week that you give up. And I think that's where it, oh my gosh, I don't know how many people in my life. It's just like, they start and they're doing so well. And then it's like, well, I missed two days in a row. I'm just, I'm just done. And I just like, to (laughs) me, I just don't get it. Like, I'm like, wait, what? But you know, I think that happens to people so often where it's just like, they're all
0: in, they're all in, they're all in. And then they're completely just so black and white in or out. I think another important thing to realize or to think about or to realize is that like, even if you're in, you know, your forties or whatever, like. When you're in your 40s, so I was doing a lot of triathlons in Virginia. And, you know, when I moved up to whatever, I think it's 40 or 41, like, that's actually the most competitive bracket. Like it's Mm -hmm. now when people, even maybe if they weren't because they were raising their kids or they felt like they didn't have that time, like now is the best time to start. You know, like this is when people are hopefully starting to realize like, oh my gosh, I really lost myself all those years when I wasn't, you know, making myself a priority. And okay, now my kids are in school or, you know, whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, just because you fell off or you didn't start yet, like there is no better time than now.
2: Literally, yeah. You, I, there's uh, there's so much that leads to this this train of thought of giving up whenever they slip, right? And I think a lot of it is a comparison game. Uh, you know, they look around and they think everybody's got it together. And I say, listen, you know, everyone's got seasons of life. You know, I break up my year into seasons. There are seasons where like right now I have a live event coming up in two weeks and I want to look amazing. So I'm training really hard for it and I'm doing everything and crossing the you know, T's dot in the I's and being the crazy macro tracker person. Right. That won't last forever. You know, I'll go back to a very, you know, moderate way of handling my fitness that's more balanced and I train yeah. less and eat a little more. And I'm OK with it because it's my season. Right. And. I think the other thing though, like the big thing is we make it all about us all the time. Like it's all about me, 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 me. Right. Like, well, I fell off. I fell off. Why didn't listen, you got other people in your world that you care about, right? That look to you and need you around. Yeah, it's not just about you looking good for your spouse, which that's a big deal too, right? Like of course we don't want to fall off because we want to keep our spouse engaged and excited, right? Men and women. Um, but our kids and our loved ones and our coworkers and our friends and the people we influence in our day to day, like, let's make it about them too. Because then when you fall off, it's like, well, it's not just about me. Yeah. Like I need to go to the gym because I got other people who rely on me. me. Yeah. And I think we just make everything about us. Like we're so self-absorbed as humans. I do it all the time. You know, well, I don't feel like doing it. It's like, It's all about you. Of course you don't feel like doing it, but those people want you to do it, right? So there's more over there than there are over here. Like it's just one of you. It's like people
1: thinking it's selfish to work out. It's actually selfish not to work out. Like it's so selfish not to take care of yourself to the people that you love and that count on you the most. Like, you know, especially your, your spouse and your children. Like it is your responsibility to take good care of yourself so that you can be there for them.
0: And even like our little boys, well, they're not so little anymore, but you know, like, our boys they're like oh my mom's a savage you know they're yeah. like, they look up or they want to do these things and race or get their steps in or like you know like they want to do that because their moms are modeling it like
1: that's you know? one of my favorite things to do is like send send my kid a video of like hey look what mommy did today boy <laughs> you better watch out don't mess with mommy you know like caleb last yeah. night so i have a so you're a boy dad too right your yeah, boys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have four boys. Steph has a son too. So we're all, we all have boys, but I, so I have my youngest is 10 and my oldest is about to be 20. And the older one, he's kind of doing what you look like what you did between junior and senior year. He's here. He lives in Iowa, but anyway, he's here for a few months and his whole goal being here is just to get big and strong. Right. So I've been like counting his macros, making his food every night. I'm making him a protein shake. And like, it's a little ridiculous what I do for this kid, but, um, yeah, he has
0: been for a while. Listen,
1: <laughs> listen, my husband's like, uh, hello, <laughs> don't forget about me. But, uh, he has gained like 25 pounds. Oh, it's yeah. insane, and he is so strong.
0: He he I was have a picture. You still haven't sent me a picture. He was
1: benching like one seventy five when he got here, and he was so mad because he's lost so much strength. And la- last night, I heard this horrible noise, and I'm like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "That's going to fail, your mom. You wouldn't know what that's about." And I'm like, "Okay, okay." And he's like, "But he benched two forty five, and he was so proud." And I'm like, "That's a that's a huge jump. I'm so proud of you." So it's fun to like our whole family has this thing going, you know, like Jonathan walked in today, and he, we worked out yesterday and he's so sore and yeah. like Asher, tr- he's got his little watch where he keeps track of his activity and his steps and, you know, his calories and whatever. Um, but he's just really cognizant of that as well. And I think that's just, setting the example, you know, uh, Josiah, one of the things that I love that you do is like, you'll, you'll make these posts and it's like, I don't want to do 30 minutes of cardio today. So I'm going to go do 30 minutes of cardio today or whatever it is. And that's just, that's just it you don't want to do it. Nobody's going to if you're going to sit around and wait until you want to do it, until you feel like doing something that's really freaking hard, you're going to just be sitting around because it's not about it motivation comes and goes. You know, like you're not always going to be motivated to get your ass up and go to the gym or, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is for you. Go outside and walk around the block. Like whatever it is for you, you're not going to have the motivation to do that every day. It literally is in your mind. You have to just decide this is what I expect of myself, and I'm going to get up and I'm going to do it. And it really is just that simple. That's where I feel like we make it so complicated, but yep. it's really just
0: that simple. It's all in your mind. And the reminder like, you're teaching your kids so much by what you're not doing. Mm. Like, you expect so much of them. You want them to get good grades. You know, you want them to do well in their sports. You want them to do this and do that and do this and do that. Yet, here you are, you <laughs> can't even get up for 30 minutes and move your body a day. Like, what are you really teaching them? You know, it's super mm. hypocritical. Like you've got to be an example because if, if you're not an example, you're not an example, <laughs> like period.
2: You're an example at all times, but it's Absolutely. probably a, a pretty rough one. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, the, the, I don't feel like going to the gym today. So I'm going to go to the gym today post that actually originated uh, when I didn't want to do the dishes one time. <laughs> I kid yeah. you not. And I said, I'm just gonna do it, and and then I go, I'm just gonna post about like this fitness thing that I oftentimes don't feel like going to the gym, and then I decided I'm gonna post every time I don't feel like doing something, I'm literally just gonna write that.
0: Yeah, it's it's so good.
2: It's real, like I'm not, you know, it's not just like an engagement post or whatever. It's it's literally just me being like, I'm in the parking lot of this gym, I don't feel like going in, so I'm just gonna write it so I go do it. Yeah. (laughs) And no, worked that's for me.
0: Yeah. And
2: it's become like this uh this thing where you know people just tag me and everything. But it did originate from this dishwashing thing because it's like I I just there's no way to in these moments where you're not motivated, like you can't sit around waiting for motivation to show up because it will literally not show up yeah. in those moments, right? Mm-hmm. The way motivation is created is through action. It's really a realization that what you want, you know, what you need to do isn't as great of a task as you thought it was. Because I think a lack of motivation more than anything comes from this fear that this is going to take a lot of effort and I just don't have it in me right now. Yeah. So a workout, for example, you're like, man, I got this 45 minute workout. It's going to be tough. I'm going to feel the burn. I'm just tired. I didn't sleep well last night. Like this is the last thing I feel like doing. And I get it. We all feel that way. But then you get into it and a few sets in, you go, well, I actually like this feeling. Yeah. You know, I like the completion feeling. I like that energy, that, that rush, the blood's like going, my brain's turning on. And you're like, well, I can do this. I Mm -hmm. can do this whole thing. And it's this realization that it's not as hard as you thought you were just creating this story in your head. And so the ladies out there, you know, I say to to all of our clients, but ladies too, I say, listen, you know, we can't let our feelings dictate our actions. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: We have to go take action that creates feelings. Yeah. Right. Because when we do nothing, well, then, yeah, you're going to feel – well, you're going to feel like great at first because you're like, oh, I didn't go to work. Oh, I'm you know, i just going to chill. Yeah. And then later, you're going to feel really awful and guilty.
1: Yeah, it's like when you eat the thing. Like you're like, oh, I want pizza so bad. <laughs> and then you eat pizza and it's really good. Those first few bites are so delicious. And then you eat the entire pizza and then you hate yourself, right? You're like Whoa. so upset. I'm like, I want, I want pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so I would hate myself. Um, but that's true too. So what you're saying right there is like you get in a few sets in, your mind starts telling you like, "Oh wait, this feels good." And that's the cl- like you're just collecting evidence for yourself for the next time. Like, "Look, I pushed through this one day and look, halfway into my workout I remember I felt great. So yeah. I'm going to use that evidence to push myself tomorrow when I don't feel like it." You know and I always tell people too? Like fine you wake up you didn't sleep good last night your baby was up all night somebody's sick like whatever that looks like give yourself grace don't work out that day but don't miss twice don't oh. allow yourself to to miss twice like i just think if if you set that rule for yourself like okay as long as every okay again if you're injured or whatever but like if you're not if you're good like Don't allow yourself to miss twice, right? And then I always just say too, like, do the next right thing. Like, so I ate the whole pizza. Okay, no problem. What's the next right thing? You don't have to spiral out of control because you ate the pizza. So, right, you just make the next best choice the next time you have a choice to make. 100%.
2: 100%. Never miss twice. I love that. That's, that is such a great mantra because nobody's perfect. You know, I right. can't sit up here and say, like, oh, I never miss workouts. Like, yeah. no, of course we all miss workouts. Yeah. Life happens, we get sick, you know, or you're just, you are run down and you need a day off. Like, that's, yeah. that's part of life. But most of the time it's, it's just self generated or this imaginary world we live in where we think life's so hard. I can't do it. I'm like, dude, life is the easiest it's ever been. Like, hmm. literally. I mean, for most people these days, I mean, I can't speak for everybody. I know there's hardships out there, but, you know, in reality, like we complain. And I, you know, I think at the end of the day, one of the biggest problems that we face as a society, at least in the Western culture is we have very little consequences right now, Mm. very little for poor health choices, right? It's like, you can still get a great job. You can still make a ton of money. You know, you can still have a nice house, nice car and your health be absolutely terrible. Right? trash yeah. have kids in a lot of cases right like you, you nothing there's no consequences at all and i'm not saying you shouldn't have kids <laughs> but it's just <laughs> like like back in the day it wasn't like that though right you would mm-hmm. die really young right or you wouldn't be able to go hunt for food or like if you were terribly unhealthy like you were isolated you know you couldn't have all the the finer things in life whatever that was back then and there were real consequences so now we have it so comfy you know we're yeah. coddled and by the way, it's even gone to the point now where it's like it's celebrated. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, you're what? healthy, healthy at every size. I'm like, that's not true. Oh my gosh, yeah, that, I true.
0: I can't well, deal with this. That's an agenda, right? I mean, what yeah, they don't yeah. realize is like it's keeping people sick. Like, they want us sick. Yeah, it's Literally. getting
2: people sicker too. You know, it's, it's, it's not getting any better.
0: Right, mm. like feeding the agenda, is making them reliant on the medications because their body is not doing what their body's supposed to do. Your body was created by the creator to like right heal itself and like all of those things and I right. love how you said never miss two days I think it's important too to bring up the you know if if you're just new and getting into things a lot of people will actually take that first step and then right they're so sore <laughs> So then they don't go because they're so sore. Like that's the day that you have to go so you can get over the sore, right? It's just like, if you can make it that whole first week and that is where it really is important to find something that you love to do to have the accountability and to hire a coach. Like if you have not been able to do it on your own, you gotta, you gotta put some skin in the game. Like you have got to have somebody that can help you through that. Um, Because like this whole thing, like, it's it's scary what the world is telling people that is acceptable and okay for your quote health because that is not for your health. It's you, just you period. Like
2: we, we treat so many things in our life like unbelievably well, right? Our our house, our car. You know, imagine if we were like, it's so selfish to get a car wash. Like, <laughs> yeah. like so selfish to mow my lawn. Like, God, who does that? Like, no, <laughs> one, the HOA is going to come hunt your ass down. Yeah, You know, you got to get that lawn mowed, man. So like, we treat so many things great Better. and we maintain yeah. them, right? And, you know, we don't settle for less than the best of these, these great material things. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to our bodies, it's like, we treat it like garbage, you know, yeah. and, then we get, you know, chastised and put down by a lot of society if if we're like really obsessed with fitness. Um it's it's absurd. I, I think that um women these days, and, and here's the thing: like I do think just like anything in life, oftentimes the pendulum swings too far one way, and then what ends up happening to correct that is it goes back another terrible way mm-hmm. to overcorrect for whatever nonsense. So I think for a period of time there was, and in some cases there still are, I think. There's a lot of body issues in the female community. These days, it's probably because of all the plastic surgery, you know, yeah. women walking around with like baby waists and an ass that's like, yeah. you know, the size of Jupiter or whatever. And yeah. it's you know, guys love it. They got the big on top, big on the bottom, perfect face because of all the things they do to their face. And it's like, women are like, well, how the hell am I going to keep up with that? Right? Yeah. Like how the hell am I supposed to? So then it becomes, oh, it's okay. You can be whatever shape, size you want to be. And it's right. totally fine. It's like, what if we just came back to the middle and said like, Hey, you need to focus on you and be as healthy and as fit as you want to be yeah. so that you feel your best. And it's not okay to be unhealthy because you're going to feel terrible. You're going to hate your life. Your life's going to be short or shorter. Yeah. yeah while you're here the quality is going to be awful as well mm-hmm. yeah. so the pendulum just swung you know swung too far and now we're but that's why you got people like us and I, I love what you said about investing in a coach because you know these days unfortunately there's just i mean i say unfortunately there's also a fortunate side where there is a lot of information yeah you know, there's a overabundance it's confusing <laughs> it's nuts. yeah like the information age is out of control like you you go online, you search how to lose fat. You're gonna get eighteen thousand different ways of losing fat, and you're like, oh, cool. Well, I just won't do anything because <laughs> right. there's sure. no Yeah, yeah. So you hiring a trusted expert, and we do this all the time with other things. Like we we hire experts all the time to get us the best home, the best car. We hire mm-hmm. experts to help us, you know, get the best career. And like we trust all these experts. And all of a sudden, it's like taboo to think about. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not hiring an expert for fitness. Like, mm-hmm. oh no, that's too much mm-hmm. money. Like, I can't do that. It's like. Dude, you just hired a travel agent to go to Disney for (laughs) $10,000, $800 in your health, like what the hell, right? So it's just funny, like we have to really be just diligent with understanding where we put our time and the best way to put time in the important areas is to pay, right? Pay for something so that you pay attention.
1: Exactly. with people who pay pay attention, we say that all the time, you have to have skin in the game or like you can give people it. it so I do some life coaching and accountability coaching. And if I offer that for free, people don't do shit. No, if I, if they pay me, they got some skin in the game that gives them some motivation to want to show up, to want to check in, to want to do what I suggest. Right. Like, but people who, and, and I learned that at the first gym I worked at, That guy's not a very nice guy, but he taught me that people pay pay attention, right? Like, and it's really, is really, really true. I see, I've seen it time and time again. If you offer things for free, people don't, they don't do anything.
0: Yeah.
2: And even cheap things, you know, think Mm -hmm. about, I I asked, I never, I'll never forget one of these clients I worked with, um, really awesome lawyer. And, uh, he, he went over with me, his list of things that he had paid for over the years to try to fix himself, right. Including surgeries and, mm. you know, uh, cutting off loose skin. And the, it was like in the six figures yeah. in terms of what he spent. And he still hadn't been able to master it. And, uh, he said, honestly, because first of all, I wasn't paying for the right thing and you know, I was looking for a shortcut. So I was paying um, for, like pills and doctors and like all these things. And it was just a temporary fix. It didn't work. Um, but then he's like, I'd hire, you know, I'd pay for these programs online, but it was like cheap. And I'd be like, Oh, it's just whatever. It's like a Starbucks drink. Who cares? Right. Like yeah. you have to make it uncomfortable. And this goes for anything you're trying to do in life. You know, it's like, you're trying to master finances or internet marketing or whatever it is in order for you to get out of this bubble you're in, you're going to have to get a little bit uncomfortable. That's just yeah. how it works. Yeah. Um, it's the resistance that you feel. That's, that's what you have to run towards. You know, that resistance to change, that's yeah. your sign to go forward and do it. You know, it's kind of like the, the, I don't feel like going to the gym. So I'm going to go to the gym. I don't feel like doing this. So I'm going to invest in this because I know I won't regret it on the other side. I will regret not doing it though. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Never. I mean,
0: there's never one time (laughs) like, sure. It's like, go until you puke, you know? Okay. That was great.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, You never regret a workout. Yeah, never regret a workout.
0: Never. And you
2: never regret investing in yourself because the worst thing that can happen the worst is you invest in yourself and you learn. You learn something about or two. Mm-hmm. Yes, something about yourself which you can apply the next time you invest in yourself. Like, okay, that wasn't the best investment, but I learned something. Maybe I learned yeah. what not to invest in. That's a big deal, yeah. right? So it's that's like,
1: exactly what I've should. noticed. Is I there's like one takeaway from everything that I've done. If I didn't get everything I wanted, there was still something that I took away from that person or that program or whatever that was that I've been able to apply going forward. And I think that's the thing, like, you're not going to just start off and it's going to be perfect. It's like a, it's a learning curve, like anything else, right? You're going to have to figure out what works for your body. And I think I always think too, with exercise, like if you hate exercise, I just feel like you haven't tried the right thing. And maybe that's just me because I I love working out. I truly do. But there's things I don't like to spin. I hate to spin. Steph loves to spin, right? Like I like like gritty, like dirty and Steph does too. But like, I want to like get in there and like get all covered in chalk and like get all sweaty and rip my hands up a little bit. Like that's how I feel good.
0: I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want to wear the i I want
1: to wear the glow. you know, so I just think like if you've if you've tried out a couple of things and you're like, uh exercise is not for me, I just don't enjoy it. Try more things, especially like in our area or our areas, like you can yeah. literally do anything. There's 100%. every option for you. And so I feel like until if you've unless you've tried it all, you just don't know yet what it is that you like, and you just gotta keep trying stuff.
2: When someone tells me they hate exercise, I'm like, have you ever had a pump before? <laughs> it's the coolest thing. It's it the best awesome. feeling. Yeah, it's like, and they're like, "Well, yeah, but." I'm like, "Dude, trust me. Like the first, I think it's typically someone hates exercise because they quit on something too soon, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Like I hated a lot of things about what I did for my online business when I started because I yeah. sucked at it, right? Of course yeah. you're not going to love something you're terrible at at first, yeah. right? But then you gain skills, you gain experience, and all of a sudden, you're like, damn, I kind of like that. You know, I, I remember working out, man, I couldn't even do my pull-up when I started working out. And yeah. anytime someone would be like, let's do pull-ups, I'd be like, nah, the pull-ups suck, man. I, I don't do, I don't do pull-ups. I at it, right? <laughs> yeah. pull Now I love pull-ups because I'm better at it. I'm not the world's greatest pull-up person, but it's like... I enjoy it a lot more now because I've gotten better at it over time. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I hate exercise. It's like, I do agree with you. I think that they haven't tried or they haven't gone in on the right things. And maybe they're just chasing shiny objects constantly. Like, oh, I tried
0: constantly. You did
2: one class. Cool. You hated it. Right. I went to a terrible trainer who made me puke. Okay, cool. Yeah. That wasn't the great yeah. Right. Whatever. You know, it's like, let's try the basics. How about that? The basics mm-hmm. are amazing. Get a pump, get a little leg glute pump going. Right. Like, right. That feels awesome. And you feel good about yourself. And it's like the endorphins and the dopamine and all that It, it mm-hmm. hits and you're like, Oh, I kind of like this. I look 100%. forward to it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I have clients that I've worked with for seven years that have followed me through my progression of like offering, you know, whatever new and better things. And they'll, They'll try or they'll, you know, like, but that's the whole thing. Like if you're going to start something also, if you're going to hire somebody, if you're going to start a program, like you have got to give yourself like more than two weeks, more than two days, more, you know, like be committed, like write it down in your calendar. The mindset is so, so, so important, but like physically write it down. Like (laughs) I am enough. I am worth it. I'm going to do this this time. You know,
1: like <laughs> don't you think it's like it's like we both promote the same liquid collagen and like people will be like, "Well, it didn't work." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> gosh, really? Like did you like did you take it consistently?" Yeah, I took it. I took it 3 days in a row. No, <laughs> no shit, 3. Three days, wow! <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, well, no, you didn't work, right? I, like, I it's not that, it with
2: my McDonald's, and <laughs> right, right? Right, didn't work. Oh, yeah,
0: I
1: forgot to take it. I'm like, how? <laughs> I I forgot to take it, but it doesn't work.
2: Well, you know, it's <laughs> funny. We're all guilty of stuff like that because I, I. This is why I know how silly it is because I, uh, I for a long time I had really dry skin, right, and. I would take like, i I'd become this product whore, right? Where yeah. I would just buy like every product. And my <laughs> wife would be like, what are you doing? You have like more products than me. I'm like, well, they, none of them work. None of them work. She's like, dude, how how long have you used each one of these? And I'm like, for like yeah. a week. It, not, it does nothing. She's like, yeah, you dummy. You use it for like 60 to 90 days and then it'll actually work on yeah, my exactly. like, oh,
0: oh.
1: First
2: one I gave 60 days. I Work. have not, my dry, my dress has never come back. I'm yeah. like, dude, what? Like, but that's what we do with exercise. Like, yeah. we're like, and it just comes down to once again, what we allow in our mental state. We think in this society that everything is fast, everything's automated, everything's convenient. Yeah. Fitness. And I'll say, I've said this a long time ago. I wrote it in my book. Actually. I said, fitness is the one thing that you really can't speed up. Mm. Like you can't, you can at some point, once you get things like dialed in, You know, you got your, your simple plan, you're consistent, you will see faster results, but you can only go so fast. The body's only going to change so quickly before it's just like, dude, like this is as fast as we're going to get. It's not going to get any faster than this. And when we look around and we go, well, that person lost 30 pounds in 30 days. Oh, this person's doing Mm -hmm. this, you know, oh, it's always always faster. (laughs) Yeah, it's not always healthy. And then you you just, you, you live in this state of convenience, convenience, fast, fast, speed, speed this is the one thing that you got to buckle up and just say, this is me forever. Yeah, forever. me, dude. Like yeah. I, I do this it's because what I, I do. am this, right? Yeah. That's it. it. It it's, it has to be like brushing your teeth. I know it's... And, and really when you think about it, that is how it has to be. It yeah. can't be this thing where you're like, well, I'm kind of like on this fitness kick. Oh, really? I'm kind of on this brushing my teeth kick too. It's kind of crazy. Like This just, is
1: what I can't. I can't so everyone is always on a challenge. So this is what got me actually... Uh, this really got me into, into trouble was I was at a gym that was constantly offering challenges, right? So it was a 90 day, this, or a six week, that, or a 30 day, this, Uh, or whatever
2: for making challenges. Like the only thing gyms do.
1: (laughs) Well, so that, I mean, that's how they got people in the door, right? It, their, their turnover is outrageous. However, it gets people in the door because they're seeing these results. They can show before and afters constantly. Every six weeks, they're throwing up you know, 20 people with amazing results. Well, show those people six weeks later because I can promise you that every single one of those people was waiting until that after picture got taken to go to like a Duncan, right. (laughs) To go get their glazed donuts. Like some people would even like bring the box of glazed donuts to our weigh-ins at the end of the, you know, like nothing, none of that is sustainable. Like if you're living on, 30 day challenges, like that's never going to be something that you can sustain forever. Like you're saying, it just has to be, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is part of my life. I'm not like, I'm not going to eat, you know, 60% protein for six weeks and think that this is like sustainable for me, which is basically what we were doing. And it got me into a a major eating disorder. Um, I went from that into another program that I was paying a ton of money for. I've shared this so many times, but I was eating less than 800 calories a day. I was not allowed to pick up a weight. It was only cardio. Uh, I had to prove 60 minutes of cardio a day. I had to take a picture of every single bite of food I put in my mouth. I had to take a picture of the scale every morning, time stamped, date stamped. And I... When I tell you, my husband would like literally almost have to carry me to bed at like six o'clock at night because I, I quite literally could not carry myself to bed. I could not go on with the rest of my day. And I was so proud of myself. I was doing so well. Look what I'm doing. I lost like 30 pounds. I was, <laughs> people were, but that's the problem is that people were telling me, oh my gosh, you look amazing. You look so good. Like, what are you doing? And it got me caught in this trap of like, oh my gosh, okay, this is what I have to do for people to notice or to look like I want to look or, um, you know, whatever that is. But then, of course, that's not sustainable. So then I'm on this roller coaster of I hate myself. Look what I did. I binged, right? So then it would be, a binge. It would be six days a week of absolute never going off track doing the exact thing. And then Sunday, like I lived for Sunday. Like I'd probably went to bed at noon on a Saturday just so I could wake up on Sunday and start the binge. And it was awful. And I I could not get myself
0: out of it. I had to get help. I, I could not get out Enough of it. None new that, like the extent, you know, and then on the contrary, I'm like teaching people how to eat 2000 calories a day because I was a beach body coach for three years and ended up with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women with adrenal fatigue and hormone imbalance. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, like, we got to like turn this bus around. <laughs> it's yeah,
2: this is a so, common story for women in general, right? They get oftentimes just misled into these just god off. I mean, I say criminal. Yeah. Uh, programs. I hope these days there's less and less of that because there's probably just a, a, a more of an abundance of good information out there that can at least balance some of that crap out. But yeah, it's uh, that is just. I mean, it's a common story. I think going back to what you hear about people saying, "I hate exercise." I think just hating fitness in general can be a common response to going through some of these terrible yeah. ways of trying to lose weight, right? Of like, oh, I tried this, but all I was allowed to eat was lettuce and tuna for like, you know, 12 weeks. Yeah. And you're like, allowed? Like, that word? that's right. weird. Like, like well, that's just awful, right? Awful <laughs> yeah. way of fitness, you know, it, ha- it is something that is such a blessing. You know, it has to be a positive in your day. Your Your meals need to be things you actually do get enjoyment from. Yeah. You know, nourishment, energy, you know, I tell my, my female clients, man, like, yeah, we want to lose body fat, but like, really, we want to just perform better. Amen. You know, like, that's what, that's better. all I
1: think about now. Like, Oh, I just want to go be strong. Right. Like I want to yeah. eat, like, I got to make sure I make sure I get my carbs. Like, I'm not trying to not get carbs, wow. you know, like, um, <laughs> we even have a product called carb blocker. I'm like, Oh gosh, no, I want <laughs> those. Like I need all the carbs. Um, carbs. Yeah, I I love carbs. And I think that's too. I mean, it's such a common misconception. I feel like that's the biggest one. Like, (gasps) carbs? Oh, I can't eat carbs. And it's like, no, you have to eat carbs. You need carbs. Like, why did God make carbs if you weren't supposed to eat them?
2: (laughs) Yeah, your metabolism, your thyroid, like everything, everything. your hormones,
0: your mind. Yeah.
2: Our bodies have adapted to a higher carb diet, especially if you train, right? So, like, I understand. Some of the rationalization around low-carb diets for people who are like literally morbidly obese, who can't move, who just need to get weight off as fast as possible, right? But someone who's 30, 40 pounds overweight, like your your hormones aren't as jacked up as you might think, right? What's really going to jack them up is doing extreme stuff you know, I think of uh, one of the biggest things I hear from like, and I, we, we could say the trolls, but I don't want to hurt anyone's <laughs> feelings, but like women will be like, well, that's easy for you to say. My hormones are messed up. And I'm like, I get it. Right. Cause I work with a hormonal doctor myself and yeah. they help a lot of females, but, but that's why an
0: easy if, out. <laughs>
2: yeah, but why are your hormones messed up? I'll tell you why it's because of lifestyle choices, right? It's not because You've been training and eating great. <laughs> right. It's not that. It's not like, oh, I've been working out four days a week, you know, not starving myself, getting good protein, carbs, fats, like not abusing cardio, and now my hormones are jacked up. No, nobody has ever said that. Yeah. Your hormones are jacked up because you treat your body terrible. So your hormones have gotten messed up. And it's not, I mean, yeah, there is an age factor, but it's not the only factor. Right. Right. There's correlation and causation. It's not the only cause of your hormonal situation, it's a lot of times correlated, right? Where you're like, Hey, I'm getting older. So hormones are changing. Yes. That happens to everybody. But females in general typically jack up their hormonal profile by doing these extreme things, right? Where it's like, well, for that six months, I was eating 500 calories a day doing yeah. double sessions in the gym. And it's like, I can't figure out why my hormones are messed up now. Well, it's like, well, yeah. Cause you got to reverse out of that. You can't go back to these extreme things and expect your body to respond in a positive right. way. We got to be able to kind of like build the foundation again, right? Let's, let's build some metabolic foundation first, then we can dig a little bit if we have to and start, you know, building a larger calorie deficit. We're throwing around, I'm starting around terms here, but you know, I think your story though speaks to a lot of women. That's exactly what they go through.
0: And don't be afraid of that. That's where hiring a coach is going to come in, which I so I want you to tell us all about your Mm -hmm. um, program, Um, because a lot of people are so I don't know anything about macros. And like, well, either. either did we I was a prime example of that. Like, I'm not, oh, I'm not counting macros or people that have gone through an eating disorder will a lot of times equate the tracking macros as, you know, um, restriction restriction and it's not, it's about making sure that you're fueling your body enough and properly in the right things. Um, so that's, it's just so, so important. So yeah. Tell us all about you. Yeah,
2: program. sure. Uh, you know, ladies and guys, I mean, we, we use the same framework, obviously within the framework, there's differences on how we do things, but there's really three areas that we want to teach. People in general, but ladies, I'll speak to you about how to just take care of yourself. We, we call it the three M system and then we can, I'll throw in some secret five M super system stuff. But like the three M system is like really the, the big one. And that is movement, muscle, and meals. And for women, you know, the movement part is typically the easiest part, right? Oh, I should go walk more. Oh, cool. Like that's easy. I'll throw in some shoes, go around the neighborhood, whatever, walk the dog, go on the treadmill, like, I can do that. That's that's awesome. And we want women to sprinkle in more movement, low intensity movement throughout the day. Going back to what you said about soreness, a lot of times soreness comes when you train. Obviously, too hard at first. You push too hard. No one's there to tell you like stop short of failure, blah, blah, blah. Right. But let's say you do get sore. Well, the fastest way to kind of ease that soreness is just to move in a in a low intensity pace, get your blood flowing, your body will recover faster that way. Sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. That's going to make it 10 times worse, right? Yeah. It's like sitting on an airplane for 6 hours, which I just did a week ago. I come back and feel like I'm the 10 man, right? It's like, yes. <laughs> damn poor, right? Like this is terrible, right? So, we want to move more and we want to sprinkle in little chunks of movement throughout your day so that your body's more metabolically healthy, you're digesting food better, your blood sugar stays more stable, and also you burn more calories, which is great, right? The second thing is the one of the harder parts for women and it's the word muscle. You know, women are like, muscle, I don't want to be like, like a bodybuilder. Like, I don't want to be too big. Like, what the hell? I say, listen, you know, muscle is not just about how big you are. It's really how strong you are, right? It's Mm -hmm. like your joints, your ligaments, your tendons, like the injuries that you deal with your hips, your lower back. Oh, and by the way, you know, yeah, you want the curves and stuff. Well, muscle will help with that, right? Right. (laughs) The reason why women lose their curves is not because they build muscle. It's because they lose muscle. They yeah. lose muscle and they lose body fat and then all of a sudden they got nothing, right? So it's yeah. like Skinny you fat. can body fat. Body fat's great in, in a lot of cases. Like some body fat's cool. If you shape your body with more muscle and some fat, then all of a sudden the proportions look the way you want. Muscle is your friend. And by the way, you can eat more when you have yes. muscle, right? Mm-hmm. You're more metabolically capable. And so muscle is something we want all women to fall in love with, not because we want bodybuilders walking around, you know, putting guys in headlocks and stuff, but like, you know, we, we want women to feel like, wow, I can actually eat a few slices of pizza and it's totally fine because I train, you know, I train, I burn a lot of calories. So muscle is the other one, the third one is meals. So this is where, like you said, I love what you said about, I don't want to track macros. Like it's too much work. Like, oh my God, where's my calculator? Like I can't do that. You know, I say, listen, 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 let's make it super easy. Number one, you just have to be aware of the calories you're putting in your body. Like that's the number one thing. Like don't need to starve yourself, but you need to be aware. Like how many calories roughly am I taking in? (laughs) And we always start our people with a meal, like a very flexible meal plan that gives them like specific meals based off foods they love with multiple choices and stuff, but like easy stuff that adds up to the calories they need with enough protein and -hmm. then a balanced amount of carbs and fats. And we say, listen, the only thing I really want you to track are your total calories and your, and your protein. That's it. Because the carbs and fat will work themselves out, right? You know what I mean? Like, and you don't have to worry about like, oh, no, no carbs. Oh, no fat. Like you just mm-hmm. get a little bit of both and it's totally good, right? You're, you're going to be good. We can always graduate from there if you want. Like some performance, you know, athletes need more carbs and some women just feel better on more fat. Like you can get more detailed as you build more experience. Mm-hmm. But if you get that right, if you just get a meal plan that is pretty damn consistent 80 to 90% of the time, You're hitting close to the bullseye on calories and protein. You're ahead of 99% of people out there.
0: Yeah. Straight up,
2: you're probably in like the 0.1 percentile of knowledge when it comes to this, which is crazy to say. That is wild,
1: right? Literally the
2: truth, right? So that's the 3M system. And like, honestly, my hope for people listening or just people anyway, like anywhere, is that this becomes easy really quick because then – and only then we can jump into and we try to do this simultaneously in our program. But like the other two M's that we call them are mindset and meaning, right? right? So mindset, of course, is what we've been talking about most of the time. It's like just how we think, how we talk to ourselves, what we write down, what we put into the universe, what we allow in our world, what we don't, all that stuff. That's really important. It's like the biggest thing, really. The meaning part is like your life, like look at your life and what life do you want to design? Because- you can control your body. You can control your health, and I'm telling you right now, you're going to realize you are more capable than you think. Yeah. There's other things you can do. Like we've had women come in, get in great shape, and they're like, "You know what? I'm going to go for this other promotion that I've been like totally ball yes. with." You know, like, and it's just like a light bulb wakes up, and you're like, "Damn, I can do more than what I thought I could do." There's meaning to be created in your life. You are not put on this earth to be like some random ass average person no one cares about. You are meant to do something great mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be Elon Musk level or whatever. It has to just be in your world, something that you have powerful resonating feelings with, with something that's meaningful to you. Yeah. And we help people discover that, but like it, I, I, fitness is the lowest hanging fruit to build more self-belief, yeah. right? Because you realize, oh, I can change how I look and feel and perform. Mm-hmm. Oh, well then what else could I do? You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can build something else. Maybe I can grow something, or maybe I can just be a more engaged parent, right? Mm -hmm. Like it leads to better marriages. It leads to better parenting. You know, it leads sometimes to finding a better partner, right? Like, Mm -hmm. because you're healthier, you're clearer, like you don't abuse yourself in the, you know, in your world. So now you're not, you know, attracting an abuser, right? So it's like, there's a lot of things that it sounds woo woo but like straight up woo woo is like for real like you you that's that is what it is you know and yeah. so that's the system i mean and um that framework though that 3m framework is where i tell everybody just start with that because you know every diet every training program doesn't matter what it is it all fits into that framework right it all fits yeah. in whether you do crossfit whether you do you know uh, uh the peloton stuff whatever it is like you you still have to hit those three buckets those three things are going to ultimately dictate your results um, and once you master them you don't have to worry about anything any, any more complicated than that it's just that you know for for the rest of eternity
1: <laughs> yes yeah it is so good it's so cool because i think the confidence that you can get from getting your body in shape it's like you can't buy that right you had to do the hard work to get that everything else there seems to be a shortcut for in life but having a fit body um is something that you just you can just feel so good about and you can gain that self confidence that helps you propels you forward in every other area of your life that's the thing that i love about fitness um you know it's just it's not just one area of your life that's going to be affected it's going to affect every area of your life you're the best really? investment you'll ever make
0: yeah uh, yeah
2: you gotta create your hero right like god we fall in love with these people we don't know on the internet like yeah i saw this is just random but my wife sent me this video uh we're big michael jackson fans here we love his music nice Anyway, so we she saw she sent me this video of Kim Kardashian. I guess she was in like uh Italy or something recently. I don't know. We we don't really care. It's just we saw this video and it was like <laughs> there was like freaking people miles deep of cameras out on their phones, right? Mm-hmm. And uh I'm thinking to myself, "Man, we really follow people religiously." Yeah. But yet we can create someone that we admire in the mirror and we don't, uh-huh. right? Like why not? And that's not an arrogant thing. It's just like why not create the person that you want to follow, right? Like, is it, wouldn't it be great to wake up? And I know you're going to know all your faults and you're going to see all your imperfections and all this stuff, but like, wouldn't it be cool to wake up and just be like, you know what? Like I really am in, in like, happy with how yeah. i take care of myself. Yeah,
1: that's where like the comparison game. It's the thief of joy for real because if you're constantly just comparing yourself to everyone else, you know, you're never going to be happy. And why always. would you want to live in that, right? Like you're never you're always and that kept me stuck for a long time. And this is kind of um like our whole thing with activate is getting unstuck like mm-hmm do something, do something in your life that propels you forward, right? Stop looking in the rearview mirror. But it kept me stuck for so long. I couldn't figure out like what I was supposed to be doing in life and everything I thought of. I'm like, well, there's somebody better. So why would I do it? Right. And then I had to realize, like, girl, there's always going to be somebody better. But if I can just be the best version of me and what I realized, too, is that there's somebody out there that needs me exactly where I am. I can resonate from right here where I am. Kim Kardashian can't speak to everyone because she's, you know, she's we've elevated her to this level. But if you can get into someone's I don't know, like if, if someone can look at me and they can be like, oh, you know what, like I could do what she did right? Like I could do what she did. And you can just inspire someone that way. I was I was just think that like God has me in this place where he has me and I speak to the people, the people that are listening to me are getting something from me that they need, right? Like it doesn't have to be coming from, you know, somebody who I view as better than me for it to be valuable to people. And I always
0: say, like, literally my son's baseball team, like when those kids are up to pitch or when they're up to bat, I'm like, there's nobody better, like nobody better. You know what I mean? So you say, like, there could be lots of people better, but like, no, nobody better. Like, God already gave you everything you need to succeed. Like, you know, we're just giving up on ourselves. I was sharing with Kristen, one of our mentors. Um, I was just a little stuck in this season, you know what I mean? And he's like, you're the one who tells everybody like you're the one, (laughs) you know what I mean? He's like, right now you have yourself in your own prison and you're the only one with the key. Like, you already have everything it takes.
1: That's why coaches need coaches too, right? Everybody can use, um, everybody can use a coach. So, okay, well, so this is amazing. Um, I feel like we could talk all night, but where can people find you? How can people hook up with you?
2: Yeah. So I've, uh, social media is obviously a great place to start. Um, there's, uh, Josiah fitness on pretty much all platforms or Josiah Novak. If you just search me. Uh, you'll find me. Um, and then uh, if you want to go check out resources, there's a couple places. You could go to uh, the truetransformation.com. That's more of our male centric site. But if you want to check out the ladies' stuff, it's transformher.com with two T's because we're True Transformation. So T, oh, yeah. the- T, transformher.com and you can check out some of the stuff. But we we have a community on Facebook for women. I think we have about Right now, like 6,000 women. It's open to the public if you're a female, of course. But every single day, we post things in there from me and my coaches that are valuable for free. Um, and our hope is that, you know, we just give as much as we possibly can uh, and, you know, help people. And then when they're ready to take the next step, that that will be there for them. But that's the the best place to start if you're looking for some more help.
1: Awesome. Well, this was amazing. Thank you so much. I know we're going to get a ton of feedback, and um, hopefully, you and I will get a workout in one of these yeah, days. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Time
1: I come home, we'll do a deco. What is it? Oh Yeah. Lord.
2: yeah Deca Listen,
1: fit. you you don't know what you're getting yourself into. I, I <laughs> finished that workout, and I'm like, oh oh my gosh, I oh. it was just like out of my oh. comfort zone, which is amazing. Oh. You know, it feels so
0: good once you're done, but dang. It was it's a farm down here. I was like, "Wait, what?" And Vanessa's like, "Yeah, but there's none near me." We'll myself.
2: have to have you both on my podcast um, because uh, we we definitely need more. Uh, I say common sense females, but like Ladies, just people yeah. people who have a great uh, take on just a balanced lifestyle, and also like the things that you deal with every day the the parenting, the spouse, mm-hmm. the work, like everything that goes into our day to day, and how you are able to do all that and still make fitness a part of your life it's something that everybody needs here so yeah we'll get you on my show and we'll
1: yeah love it
2: yeah.
1: all right everybody well happy monday thank you for being here thank you for listening and i will link all of your information in the show notes so people can find you josiah and just thank you so much
2: oh yeah, thanks for having thank me you. it's been awesome have cool.
1: a good one happy monday guys good. later Okay. That's a wrap on another episode of Activate. Stay up to date by following Steph underscore view and Kristen Lee Ballard
0: on Instagram. Please share this episode and rate and review us today on iTunes. Thanks for being here. We love y'all. Later.